getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. I hope that you're. I hope that you brought an umbrella with you today because it's a crazy wild downpour. I was so lucky I found an umbrella outside. I don't know who it belongs to. It may belong to Angel. I wouldn't be surprised Flying Dutchman's one. I took it already. I've claimed it. And it's kind of like my habit whenever I take an umbrella, wherever I go to with the umbrella, I always end up leaving it behind there. So sorry, FD, I lost your umbrella already. Uh, But on the show with us, uh, staying cool, we got Charmaine E. And we're going to talk about Britney Spears and the shocking announcement that came in this morning. They're heading to divorce. That's right, Britney and actor Sam Asghari. Oh, we're going to spill the tea. And we've got opinions and a half. You know we do. Charmaine. Yes. Okay, so... I can see from your eyes, Rudy, you're waiting to explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for you to come in to have this discussion. Mm. So here's the thing. They've been married for a very, very short time. Yeah. Right? So when they got married, I guess the, the industry was a bit sus as well, right? And turns out, was it less than a year, isn't it? Yeah. They've been married. Okay, headed for Splitsville. He's the one that initiated the divorce, right, Sam? Supposedly. Yeah. Okay, we'll run through the entire yeah. story. If you if you haven't read it yet, go quickly go and read. I want to get your thoughts on this, okay? You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon. What's hot? What's hot? Time to pop off. The biggest news in entertainment and pop culture this morning... I could not believe what was on my socials. But at the same time, let's admit it, Britney Army. Even us fans kind of saw this coming. This Sam Ascari guy, I was always like a bit sus about you. But I can't do this on my own. No, I have fellow Britney fan, Shamin E. <laughs> Yeah, well, we kind of knew it was sus. And then remember when they first got married, uh, for some reason, he was speaking on her behalf. Do you remember that? Yeah. A lot of people were like, how's Britney doing? She she didn't look like her old self on socials. Of course. And she's right? not going to be like her old self. Like, yeah. like, let's not forget what the woman's been put through. Yeah. Okay? She is not the same. And we have, mm. we've got to accept that. But I was with you on that. When he started doing press... On her behalf yeah, Addressing people yeah. On her behalf I was like What are you doing? Yeah that's weird I mean why couldn't I mean maybe for reasons We don't know That Britney just couldn't Speak for herself Which is odd Because she's very Expressive on Instagram Yeah yeah. She, she does what she wants to right now. Yeah, and sure. I'm Which okay. some people, by the way, I mean, it's it, it raises eyebrows because it doesn't seem to be what I guess we may know her as, right? So it's yeah. like she must be going through something. Yeah, and look, she's always been going through something, yeah, I and I so. and I really want the I just want everyone to just be kinder to her. Yeah, let her be free. Let her. Do, y'all said free Britney right now. She's free lah. Now she's free to do whatever she wants. Yeah. Okay. And anyone that tries to control her, because apparently, I think according to TMZ that broke the story today, um, Sam Asghari was very controlling of her. And she became very triggered because she's like, I just came out of this conservancy, conservatorship. Uh Right. Right. And now you're coming into my life. You try to control me Mm. as well. Okay. Now, speaking of control, the, the word on the street is that he filed for divorce, right? Yeah. And there's a separate story. Um, again, I mean, these are just rumors, right? But I hope they're not true. That he's threatening to 
exposed secrets of Britney's. <laughs> oh if, my gosh, disgusting. If she doesn't agree to revised prenup terms. See, exactly my point. Right. Britney was smart or someone around her was was really smart to tell her, "Okay, I know you you, you say you're in love mm-hmm. and yes, he's a hot guy." Right. But you're also Britney Spears. Yeah, no, of course. And he's personal trainer trying to make it as an actor in LA. <laughs> let's yeah. let's be honest, right? right? Yeah. So you need to protect yourself, get a prenup. And she agreed on that. We, uh, it's very common though in Hollywood. Everyone's got a bit of a prenup. Sofia Vergara also, in, yeah. recently in her divorce, she also had a prenup done. But now he's trying to reverse that, trying mm. to see if he can get some coin from that. If you being really, cheeky. Yeah, if you really feel like this relationship does not work right, Already you have gained so much right. from even being in the room with Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you want Britney's money. I yeah. really feel very sad for this woman. Really, like, all the men in her life have just right. all been very sus. Right. You know, so, like, I really want Britney to be free. I want her to do what she wants to. And this guy just needs to go. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I, I would say that he's not handling it. The way he's handling this divorce mm. it does not make him look good at all. Yeah. Yeah. And and hopefully we'll find out more when uh, Britney's book comes out. I don't know how much oh, she she's actually... she's got a book? She's got a book coming out really soon. And I don't know how much of it she wrote uh-huh. while the relationship was already tumultuous. Right. You know, we may need... Like, It'll still sell though. On. It'll still sell. Oh, for sure. But I also want to hear about this because I never I really... Guess. I was never fully convinced about... This relationship I guess yeah. yeah I'm sorry I'm just very protective Of my Britney Spears I can tell you yes. We have to be And this has always been the case Whenever there's someone So brilliant and beautiful And talented Somehow the world Will try to destroy that mm. So we must protect her Yeah huh Yes Keeping you company On your way home Joshua Simon Kiss 92 The latest news In gaming and tech Tech talk Let's talk tech right now But the drama Surrounding two Giants Two of the most Powerful Influential game changers, trailblazers, not just in social media and tech, also, I guess, automobile space. I'm talking about Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, back with me on the show, we got Charmaine E. I need to get your take on this. because it's, it's still going on. Hasn't it like kind of dissolved itself? So there was obviously beef between the two. Yeah. You know, as much as we'd love for them to just be best buds and play golf together. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually come off like friends, but in the room, they're like side-eyeing each other. I mean, we all watch those kind of dramas, right? I don't think they're actually friends. Right. What makes uh, you think they're friends? Well, have, have they ever come across... I mean, y'all in the same spaces, in the same rooms, y'all have the same... I mean, y'all have the same kind of, you know, net worth where y'all can make things happen. So I imagine, especially in world crisis and all that, right? When they really need that big money, that intervention. I'm sure Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have been in the room before and they've done good. So I'm not going to take anything away from that. However, obviously Elon Musk was very unhappy when Mark Zuckerberg started Threads, which is... Twitter copy. Are you yeah. on threads, by the way, Shami? No. Because I feel like um, it's going to fade off in about a month. Already. Already so, fading off. Yeah. So to me, I was like, I, I can't handle. <laughs> okay, well, the fight between the two of them yeah. intensified uh, with threats of it actually being physical in a sort of recreational kind of way uh-huh. and, and hopefully for the for the good of the world so apparently they wanted to do a full on boxing fight I see have it be all the proceeds go to charity because it's going to bring in a lot of money people want to tune in yeah and then Mark Zuckerberg kept going back and forth saying hey I'm actually ready to go now uh-huh. this one say only don't actually want to fight so now Mark Zuckerberg has gone onto threads to say, everyone, let's just rest it. It's not going to happen. This guy is right. just say only. 
Actually, have you thought about it from a different point of view? Please. That they actually know that the world loves the competition and that they are just doing this thing just because that if they love to see two big conglomerates fight mm. and then and then who wins? Like so a charity like a, like a charity organization wins. So it's like a sinister marketing plan to promote both threads and Twitter and then and then and then somebody or some and then with all the funds raised they give it to an organization in need but think about it knowing rich people right <laughs> hello can, can you not, really, why are you so doubtful really, why are you so dubious really I don't believe at the core of it right it's some good for the world I don't well. I really don't think they think that far I really think it's as simple as you want to find out fire they actually eh, I don't want to get right. and then they reply they say oh I'm busy you see at the end of the <laughs> day uh, all okay. of us are the same what we we, we human lah. Oh, typical human, human behavior. Right, just we say all know only. someone who's like all that. All talk, what? no action. There we go. Right. I don't think that fight between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk is ever going to Well, happen. it successfully got us talking about Twitter and Instagram. Hey, hey you're right there. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. On KISS 92 You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92 And our special guest for today Has been stabbed before Has cheated people Stolen their credit cards And you're wondering Huh? What's going on Joshua? Why are you bringing some people on your show? Yesterday we had two female powerful entrepreneurs And then now this Who is this fella? I'll explain more in just a bit Trust, trust, okay? Uh, but right now Something for the plant-based eaters, okay? Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, or, you know, you're a flexitarian. You you just want to cut down on eating meat. How about Meat Zero? This is a $100 Meat Zero online voucher for you to try out this new meat alternative. We're going to get creative with this, okay? So say I give you this voucher and you try out this Meat Zero meat alternative. What would you do with it? You know, are you going to uh, turn into a burger? Are you going to break it down and make bach hole me with it? So you make bach hole from it, you know? Are you going to put it in a sandwich? I'd love to hear from you. What would you do if you had this Meat Zero alternative in your fridge? What's at me? 8855-0920. Let's get creative with it, okay? Take me home. Getting you on your way. Joshua Simon on KISS 92. Now with me on the show right now is someone with a tragic past. He has been... Stabbed. He has also committed crimes himself. He has scammed people at the ATM, stealing their debit cards. But all for entertainment, everyone. Uh, we have a star from Crime Watch, Leon Co, on the show right now. Hi. Those are just a few of the characters he's played on the titular show that's given many of us nightmares, but has also deterred crime in Singapore. The only time when, you know, <laughs> it pays to do crime. Yeah, when you're actually yeah, in this show itself. You know, and I hear that you just came from a shoot itself and, and you've got mosquito bites all over you. What's going on? Yeah, we're just shooting for a scene and it was just like five minutes oh it was so bad i got 10 mosquito bites yeah i think of all the chase sequences sometimes they are like in the jungle and all that i'm like wow this mm. is like high production value man. i was like wow nature 
goodness. You know, but I brought you on, Leon, because you are a freelance actor, model. You've done stuff, you know, for TV, for web series, uh, also commercials as well. And we're starting to see a lot more young people, especially millennials, Gen Zs for sure, not committing to a full-time job, Mm -hmm. but wanting to do a little bit of everything. And we had Casey, uh, we had Brian on the show. You know, they sell chicken rice, sell vegetables by day, but are also supermodels at night. Okay, was this a conscious decision on your part to step out of line and say, okay, I'm not going to just do one thing. I want to do a little bit of everything. Or was it something that was like, no choice? I think my route was a little bit more different than like the youngsters right now. Okay. Because, you know, with the uprising of social media, with TikTok, IG and everything. Yeah. Mine came out from desperation. (laughs) (laughs) How so? Please explain. Let's unpack that. I went to study and I realised that I'm really not book smart. What what did you study? What was your thing you majored in? I did aerospace when I was in poly. Wow. I barely survived that. (laughs) And then I went to economics when I was in university. Okay. And I kept failing. So I thought at one point, my life has to make sense. Like I need to do something to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And I started to get into acting. So it was really like a spur of the moment thing. Like friends were telling me, hey, you should just try being from the camera. You know, I took the leap of faith, went for my first casting call, surprisingly got it, went on set. And when the director was saying, oh, let's do blocking and rehearsals now. I was like, what's blocking and rehearsals? Because <laughs> you don't know all these technical terms. So you had to learn on the go. Yeah, it was always like a on-the-job training kind of thing. Yeah, so the trick to all these like stuff that you actually don't know is just to put on a smile and just do the direction given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and never feel too intimidated to just ask as well, you know? Like, chances are, if you just ask someone, hey, what, what do we do here? Yeah, yeah. One thing I learned, right, is to have very thick skin. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I think because my skin is very thick that I can survive until today. I've been doing this for like six years now. Exactly. Like, don't pretend to know and then you cause one whole big hoo-ha. Yeah, yeah. But obviously be smart about like how and where you ask the questions. Mm. Yeah, so you don't offend people and people don't think that you're dumb. (laughs) More with freelancer Leon Ko, freelance actor, model, and just a bit. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92 and I definitely want to ask as well a question that a lot of freelancers, uh, an issue that they face, which is chasing for payment because it's not a monthly straight away you get it, you know? Mm. So we're going to cross that bridge next. We've been talking about the duality when it comes to your careers, uh, especially for Gen Z and millennials, choosing not to be shackled by one job, but by taking on a little bit of everything and exploring life that way. And I'm sure for Leon here, it has led you down very, very interesting paths. Because just following your social media, it's like, wow, another thing, another thing. Um, But of course, that took time. You mentioned six years, right? Yeah, it's been six years since I started. And as a freelancer, the importance is I think I like this line your net work is your net worth actually that's very true right yeah this is who you know and then tell you hey got this audition coming out and everything right yeah yeah so I know a lot of producers and uh, it's because of the fact that we have worked before that they will ask me back for like different roles yeah. for different projects yeah I like that I remember I think Chris Tucker or Chris Rock once said that you never audition for the role you audition for the person auditioning you you know mm. so they will remember you true. and be like hey yeah actually maybe he does not fit this role but maybe something else and now that's led to a very illustrious career a very exciting schedule uh, but let's talk about chasing payment because there's one issue that I hear a complaint of a lot from freelancers yes uh, 
I'm just very lucky. Like, having done this for like six years, right? I've never really had a late payment before. Yeah, but I've heard horror stories. Yeah, people and, end up just texting them non-stop, right? Yeah, so you have to keep checking in. And you know, like, when you do many projects, sometimes when you are your own boss, like, it's very difficult to keep up with all the past projects that you have done. Do you write it down, everything? Oh, I write everything down. Wow. Yeah, okay, so, so at least one I keep tip. track. For sure. And and I think there's also the fear of Singaporeans we are generally very non-confrontational. You know, we don't want to like paise la to ask for money. Yeah, know? and also because the industry is very small, so you don't want to offend people. Yeah. Like maybe they are just a little bit late, like a week or two. But you know, you still have to stand firm, like, oh hey, the payment is late. Like, could you just pass me the amount that we agreed on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so far, so good for me, but I've heard really bad stories from my friends. Until now, like they haven't gone their payments yet yeah I think, I think that's something we always gotta like practice precaution on mm-hmm, uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to taking on jobs you know you wanna like check who is this company what is this role for um, That that's very important as well and finally Leon why have you chosen not to sign with anyone you know like you wanna stay as a freelancer once again it's horror stories that I hear from my friends <laughs> I guess it's like the lack of transparency from like uh, agencies well, I've been approached before and I've taken really serious considerations whether if I really want to sign and let a company or like an agent uh, represent me. But it's because of like contract terms and I guess the fear that they would not represent you well ah. that held me back. And I guess in Singapore's context, um, many of my very successful friends in the industry, they're all freelancers too. Yeah. So I guess... As long as you do your job well, people recognize you for your work. I think it's still okay to go freelance. Yeah, you just got to have that discipline once again to, you know, write down, like, okay, these are the jobs I've taken on this month. How much am I getting? Okay, I can put in my own CPF. You know, like all this, you have to really be a boss. Yeah, but of yeah. course, having said that, right, I really do want to be signed by an uh, agency. Well, one putting day, it out hopefully, there. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> manifesting <laughs> Park Lane Records Beyonce oh. <laughs> thank you so much Leon Co everyone what's your socials uh, I go by Coco Leon on IG so it's K-O-H K-O-H L-E-O-N beautiful almost there you're on your way on KISS 92 what's hot what's hot time to pop off the biggest news in entertainment and pop culture right now let's talk about the big B the biggest film of the year and still number one all over the world. No one saw this coming. Little old Barbie coming along, raking in $1 billion at the box office. Taking that conversation of female empowerment to a global platform. The film has now become the highest grossing film ever for Warner Brothers. Beating out The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, eh? Christopher Nolan, Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, Dark Knight. This is just unthinkable. Like, you, Barbie managed to beat out one of the greatest, not even just comic, but one of the greatest films of all time. But of course, I mean, in the comment section, you know, some fans also did kind of point out one little area that may have helped Barbie to achieve this, and that is the difference in ticket prices. You know, back when The Dark Knight came out versus inflation, the rise of prices for these movie tickets today. Very, very different. You know, it's similar to how, like, more people are going to Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour, for sure, but... Beyonce is set to have the highest grossing tour in history because her tickets just cost a lot more. But look, credit where credit's due. 
none of us saw this coming. And Margot Robbie, very smart woman, not just an actress. She was the one who uh, produced the film and she pitched it to Warner Brothers. And she said, you know what? I will earn you one $1 billion. You just help me make this movie, please. And they trusted her. And boy, has she delivered. And because of that leap of faith, Margot Robbie, on top of her salary of what she's getting as an actress for Barbie, she, understandably, rightfully so, has made 50 million US dollars in her pocket. Just like that. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. On Kiss 92. We're going to pop off again in just a bit. The biggest news in entertainment and pop culture. USS has just unveiled a new addition to this year's Halloween Horror Nights. And I don't find it scary, leh. I actually think it's one of the strangest things ever. I'll tell you what that is in just a bit on the playlist. Some fresh new Doja Cat. In an unexpected turn of events. She lost 180,000 followers on Instagram after dissing her fans. But I think more specifically, she wanted to diss sort of the toxic behavior by some of her fans. And now she says she feels free. Even after losing 180,000 followers. I told you, there's so much to cover in terms of entertainment news. But I have not forgotten about your $100 dining voucher to Twist. Let's give that away right now. Call me now, 669-10920. It's been a minute since we played our game Rush Hour. So this is something for the drivers. You're on the roads, maybe you're stuck in traffic. Just answer three of my questions that you've answered before in your basic theory, final theory test, which got you your license, okay? So it's a refresher course. Call me now, 669-10920, and I'll give you a ton of incredible pasta from Twist. Always with you, on your way on KISS 92. Now on the line for the first time is Eugene Tiang. Where are you on your way towards, buddy? I'm on the way home. I'm staying in Katong. Okay, what do you do for a living? What do you do at work today? Yeah, I'm a professional accountant. Wow! So you pass math lah? Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, I pass math, that's right. <laughs> do you drive you? I'm guessing you are, right? You're, you're on the roads right now. I am driving on the roads, yeah, but I'm parked aside. Okay, when did you pass your basic and final theory? Well, well that will review my age for quite a while. I think uh, that was in 2000, 23 years ago, yeah. Wow. Okay, you know what? Not much has changed. And I, I sense youthfulness in your voice. I'm pretty sure every single day you've been putting to practice what you've learned. Okay? So yeah. let's test it right now. Feels like some kind of rush. Yeah, yeah. rush hour. A game of rush hour in the hot seat. We've got Eugene Tiang. Okay? Three questions from your basic theory, final theory test. You get it right, you win an incredible prize. Number one, you are driving on an expressway and then suddenly your passenger is not feeling well. I'm feeling nauseous, she tells you. You do not have any plastic bags. Oh no, what do you do? A, you just stop the car and tell, get out. B, you move to the shoulder of the expressway and you stop, okay? You put your hazard lights on and you try to attend to her. C, you speed up. You drive super fast to the nearest rest stop because you don't want to dirty your car. Oh, I guess that would be B. B, yay. Okay, what should you do when you are driving in a series of bends? Do you slow down? 
Go Fast and Furious or Stop and Reverse Out because series of bands is scary. I guess that would be it. Which is? Which is slow down? Always. Okay. And finally, what can happen if you leave Singapore heading to Malaysia with a fuel tank that is not at least three quarter full? Is it A, a fine or jail? B, you be charged in court? Or C, all? Well, uh, I'll be charged in court. Think of like the most severe one. Oh, uh, all of them. All of them is correct. <laughs> Don't do that, understand? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, Eugene, I'm sending you a $100 dining voucher to twist. Some incredible pasta awaits you. What's your favorite radio station? The Bikis 92. Thank you very much, Joshua. Don't worry about nothing. Don't worry. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss. Now I think it's very important to lean in and have something to look forward to, right? We're way past the middle of the year. And yes, of course, there's Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you and that feeling in the air. But for me, personally, I love Halloween. That is my time of the year to dress up, take it to the streets and see what everyone's going up to and dressed up as. I just love the phenomena of Halloween and I've always been that way since I was a kid has always drawn to the darkness but I will preface this that there are limits for me personally okay any kind of horror movie I love horror story I love horror themed things I like but anything that is somewhat real like my friends say hey I heard this house is I don't want I don't mess with this kind of things I don't mess with the occult all that kind of thing I don't play with those things but I love horror themed things so Halloween Horror Nights a lot of Singaporeans just like me we love getting spooked right and I shared a couple of months ago that this year's Universal Studios uh, USS Halloween Horror Nights um, is going to have five new rooms and one of the exhibition features uh, Netflix's South Korean horror series, the hit All of Us Are Dead, right? So it's zombies, but they're like school students. So I imagine the Gen Zers will love it. It's like, oh my God, it's like we're in school, but then everyone's a zombie, so fun. Good, go for it. But I probably won't because if you watch the show, the zombies are like the running kind of zombies. So if they run after me, that's it. I would just lie on the floor. I don't want. I'm old school, lah. I like the Resident Evil zombies. The one like slowly, slowly walk on. That one is spooky. But if you're gonna be banging on the classroom window, that one is a bit too freaky for me. My anxiety will be through the roof. And Universal Studios has heard me apparently, and has now announced today on the Straits Times that there will be five rooms dedicated to the music of the weekend. Yeah, prepare to be blinded by the lights. I'm very confused by this. What is this nonsense? Halloween Horror Nights, you know? And it's official! It will be the weekend-themed exhibitions. So, like, it, it will be, like, music from his album, Dawn FM, which apparently has a horror theme, but then at the same time, that's not scary one. Okay, with that said, if you want alternatives, might I suggest... Lady Gaga. That one quite scary, right? And quite cool. And like fashion-y at the same time. Like art pop, but horror. And if you really want to go there, like a musician or music catalogue fused with horror, come on. Do a Michael Jackson one. But The Weeknd? No shade, but The Weeknd? 
You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon. Now, despite the downpour that we had today and more rain tomorrow as well, don't get too used to it. According to the Meteorological Service Singapore, that's a tough word, meteorological, uh, they did a media advisory today. Because remember a while back, we had months of just heat and sunshine. It was so dry and we wanted the rain. And, and today, it was almost like revenge raining. The clouds were just like spamming us rain. And then it felt nice. Singapore was cool. If you're under shelter, lah, okay? But no, it's apparently going to be dry for the rest of August. The second half of August, we're going to get super dry, hot days of 35 degrees Celsius and nights of 28 degrees Celsius. Okay, so this part I can tell you is a bit nerdy. Lah. I preface this first, but if you're interested, I tell you. In the coming fortnight, the monsoon rain ban is forecast to lie over the northern Southeast Asia region, resulting in less rainfall over Singapore. Nevertheless, see, anyone smart will use this word nevertheless. Us common folk, we don't use this that word. Short duration thundery showers are expected between the late morning and afternoon. So we will get little bursts of rain is what they're saying. See, the passage of Sumatra squalls may also bring widespread thunderstorms and gusty winds but only for a short bit. For one or two mornings, do not get used to it. The second half of August, once again, expected to range between 33 to 35 degrees Celsius in the daytime and nights being at 28, which is really quite warm. Because sometimes, most of the time actually, our nights are like 24, 25, right? 28 is like, phew. So, everybody don't spend money, save money, because next month's utility bill. You're not just on the way, you're on your way. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You know me. You know I love to switch it up, right? With the weather right now, let's perk you up a little bit. You worked hard all day. I'm going to hit you not only with a sweet dose of nostalgia, but we're not going to get you moving, especially if you're on the roads. Uh, This is one of my favorite segments on the show where I play you an almost forgotten hit. I dig through the past and I find you a song that you definitely know and loved, but through the years, for some reason... A song like this slipped through the cracks and I've taken it upon myself to find these gems and give it another chance (laughs) in the sun. We're going back 13 years now to a pair of DJs from Australia and their aesthetic is they like taking classic songs. In this case, a song from Italy uh, recorded in 1956. So they took that and then they sampled it and they gave it a, a, a twist of house and also retaining the culture of the original song and it took over the world it's been a moment since we heard we speak no americano so right now it's yolanda be cool on your way with joshua simon on kiss 92 so earlier this afternoon i had a chat with the incredible dean lewis he's crossed 1.5 billion streams on spotify alone for this one So I asked him about his relationship with the song now that it's become the people's song. We also talked about his new single with Julia Michaels. Apparently, she wrote the chorus in 45 seconds. She heard the original demo that Dean Lewis wrote and she was like, hmm, okay. So, because it's about like him feeling uncertain, intimidated, afraid, you know, cold feet. 
when the right person has come along and he's waited so long for this moment, but he's just scared. You know, I think we've all been there. We face someone who's like that, where everything is going so well, but then they are scared. And then she's like, "Okay, you can feel that way for sure, but then how about I come in in the chorus and I sing about how this could actually work if we just try to imagine it." But in a perfect world, I'm here with you, and I kiss you slow in a dimly. It's a really soulful interview. This guy cares about his music. He cares about people. And he's been very public as well. His love for his father and also his ailments, and how. He even wrote a song for his father, and it's helped bridge the gap for many fathers and sons. So once we get the footage from Universal, trust that it'll be here on your way from 4 to 8 p.m. On your way, it's Kiss 92. We're going beyond the headlines right now. In other news, okay. So Canadian coffee chain Tim Hortons is opening an outlet at Vivo City. I actually forgot about Tim Hortons. I remember there was one Somerset area, right? Like right outside of three one three, there was a Tim Hortons there. But I've not walked down that road in a while. I'm not sure if it's still there or not.、Uh, but they've just announced they're bringing Tim Hortons,、uh, the Canadian F&B chain,、uh, known for its coffee and donuts, to Vivo City. Maybe I was mistaken. Maybe I mixed up the one at three one three. Because from what I'm reading here in this article, it's almost like it's the first time. Correct me if I'm wrong, dear listener, because you're very savvy about this whole thing, right? Have you ever had a Tim Hortons in Singapore? Huh? What was the other one that I confused it with? The orange color one. Robert Tim's. Ah, that one's different. This is Tim Hortons. Okay, okay, okay. So this one, this one is gonna be at Vivo City. Y'all check it out. Okay.、Uh, it just opened yesterday, actually.、Uh, now moving over to Tanjung Pagar.、Uh, there is a restaurant and bar that does incredible Burmese fine dining cuisine, taking Burmese food, which is already quite hard to find here in Singapore, but then elevating it even further. So this is something for your friends from Burma, or if they wanna have. Uh, that, that hint of nostalgia, but also they want to try what it's like to have an elevated version, a fine dining version of that. This could be quite cool because it also includes essences of China, Thailand, India, Bangladesh, Laos, the neighboring countries of Myanmar,、uh, coming together in their Burmese fine dining cuisine. Okay, so let me find y'all the. It's really not very expensive, by the way. I'm looking at the prices. Like one dish, like eighteen, twenty dollars. Okay lah, especially for fine dining, is relatively good. Okay, I got the address. Y'all take down thirty four Trust Street. Singapore zero seven nine zero two six. Okay, so the dining space seats around sixty people. It's open from August twenty first. I imagine a lot of people will want to go and try this, right? To switch things up for date night, you want to try something different food wise as well.、Uh, it's called Burma Social. Y'all go check this out. Once again, address. You want me to repeat? K K K K K. Thirty four Trust Street. Thanks. Stay connected. On your way on Kiss. Hey, let's go. Ninety two. You have been on your way with Joshua Simon. I hope you enjoyed the show today.、Uh, tomorrow, returning to the show. Yes, she's come here multiple times, and I pretty much gave her an open invitation. One of our favorite rising Singapore artists, who constantly switches things up, right? She gave us build a home. On the show, she shared this is her unofficial BTO song. She also gave us fun, fun ones like "Pity Party." Vulnerable on one day. 
dabbling across genres, Shaza is back with a new one, Buttons. Shaza joins me on the show tomorrow from 4 to 8 p.m. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Our dear Daphne Koo is taking over next. You have been On Your Way with Joshua Simon. You're on your way with Joshua Simon.